guys, this is Dan, and welcome to Horrortopia. So yeah, my voice is not very scary, but... So, this podcast, this is my first episode of this one. Um, I'm going to try and record a couple of these uh, throughout the next few days. Um, I love horror movies. Um, I love horror movies, I love horror books, I love horror comics, I love horror music. Um, so, I, I just, I'm, I'm a huge horror, uh, both fictional and non-fictional horror, um, I'm, I'm just a huge fan of all of it. So I'm going to give you a little background on myself. Um, so I went to DePaul University and SCAD University for, um, or SCAD for um, film. Um, I have not finished yet. I have about a year left, uh, more to work to do, uh, to finish college for my film degree. And my concentration for all of my writing and all of my, all of my films that I made while I was in college was all horror movies. Um, I just, I have an affinity for the horror and thriller, uh, genre. It's, it's just everything I love, uh, falls into that. Uh, my favorite director is, uh, Eli Roth, and he was, like, the reason I wanted to go to film school was to, to be like him and, and have that kind of, uh, prolific ideas. Uh, one of the very first horror movies I ever, I have a, a memory of seeing was the original Child's Play in theaters, um. I, I just, I absolutely love the horror genre. Um, I've gotten to the point where I, it's, uh, for about a week I was really sick uh, during this whole pandemic thing, so I stayed in bed. And I watched 15, 20 horror movies um, in between my sleep. So um, I definitely, you know, have watched a lot. Uh, so on this podcast, we're going to take, you know, days to talk about specific movies. Um, there'll be, you know, horror video games even. There's some great great horror video games out there, um, and we'll talk about uh, horror music, my favorite is Psychobilly, uh, and we'll kind of do a whole episode on Psychobilly, because I think that that's a really important aspect of the horror genre uh, that gets forgotten a lot. Um, furthermore, uh, obviously horror books, uh, my favorite writer Stephen King, just like I think probably 80% of Americans uh, and people in the world can say, like, you know, Stephen King is something they've read or at least enjoy. Uh, to read once in a while, and there are other amazing horror writers out there, and I have read some, and wow, uh, you know, some of the stuff you get is just incredible. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be just really across the gamut of the horror genre, and I say horror, um, I do include, you know, thriller, suspense, um, and, and those kind of uh, aspects in there as well, because, you know, there are movies that, while they might horror films they're not as I don't want to say deathly frightening as other ones but they are definitely not um, strictly horror I mean you have underneath the horror genre you have hundreds and hundreds of subgenres I mean uh, again uh, Eli Roth being my favorite he was really a big uh, component of the torture porn genre um, which is one of my favorites um I just, I love all aspects of horror, and I think that this is something that I'm going to have a lot of fun making this one, um, because I think that the aspect of listening to, you know, myself, and, as well as I'm going to bring in friends and family members and everything else that, that enjoy it too, that can sit down with me and talk uh, for, you know, a little while, just, just about aspects of horror. So I, I think that it'll be a lot of fun. Um, to do this one, and this is something that we can do social distancing. Luckily, uh, Anchor FM has an app so that I can connect with um, 
you know, my family back home. Um, I live in Iowa. I'm from Georgia originally. Uh, my dad is actually the reason I got into Stephen King novels, which I think was my jumping point uh, for getting into horror. Um, uh, I, I I blame him for that pretty <laughs> pretty pretty distinctly. So so thanks, Dad, for that. Um, but what I want to do real quick is I do uh, want to kind of just mention one specific movie. Uh, that I did get a watch and kind of talk about it for a second. Um, so this movie, uh, I watched it recently online. Um, absolutely interesting movie. I'm going to just say that. It was beautiful. Um, in, in every single way, it was a absolutely gorgeous movie. I haven't said the name of it yet, and there's a reason. Um, it was an absolutely gorgeous movie. Um, visually beautiful acting was incredible um direction everything was great so this movie uh it's came out last year it's 2019 it's called vivarium um i don't know if anybody's ever heard of this one it's a relatively new film um and i want to kind of backtrack a little bit we're not just going to talk about new movies um we are going to talk about older movies too we're going to talk about really great you know movies and we'll talk about some that are great because of how bad they are. And I don't want to say names of those yet because uh, I'll do my best to every episode pop a picture um, uh, on the on the podcast itself to kind of, um, for or at least a link or something, whatever I can find uh, for the movie itself. So um, technically Vivarium is classified as a science fiction thriller, um, which I think is, in my mind, um, is a subgenre of the horror film. Uh, to me... The real big thing about horror is it has to not just cause fear, but I like the idea that it causes raw emotion. Fear is one of the most definite, um, you know, most natural emotions that we have. Obviously, I mean, uh, fear is important in in every way, shape, or form. Fear is incredibly important. However, comma, um, I think that it it's not just the fear that makes us enjoy horror movies. I think it's also the, 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 the discomfort that you feel it, it, it draws emotion. Out. Yeah. You might laugh at a comedy. You might cry at a drama, whatever, you know, I mean, I, I, I I'm, I'm not going to say, but I got a little teary eyed during, during Armageddon when I first watched it years and years ago. So, you know, sue me, but it didn't pull out real emotion. Cause like five minutes later, I, I, I'd forgotten it. Whereas you watch a good horror movie and you feel it, you know, that's why we have nightmares. That's why, you know, things like that. Things that draw out that raw, true feelings of emotion. I think that that's the best part about horror. So uh, this is a science fiction thriller. Um, it's directed by uh, Lorcan fin- Finnegan. Um, it, I, it's hard to explain this one. Um, it was, it's a foreign film, technically. It's starring uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg and... Uh, uh, Imogene Poots, which uh, them two's chemistry on screen was um, absolutely great. Uh, it, it worked really well and really helped push what the movie's about along. So to kind of talk, I want to give a real thing. I, I, I'm going to do my best to not add spoilers into any of these. And if I do, I will, you know, put on the description that's a spoiler. For this specific one, I don't want to. Uh, because this is a movie you have to pay attention to. Um, and giving away even the smallest spoiler there'd be no really reason to watch the movie at that point. Um, I think that that is a, 
uh, a, a really important thing to, to note. But with this movie, so basically what it's about, it's about a couple that um, uh, they're, they're looking to buy a house. Um, so they go uh, into a real estate agent office and they meet with a real estate agent who, from the beginning, is very disturbing, to say the least. Um, and he takes them to Yonder, which is a, develop, a community development. And from the moment that you see what Yonder looks like as they drive into it, you automatically, for some reason, I know for me, I got that extreme feeling of dread right off the bat. Like, I definitely felt um, something with it. And that was um, just by simply looking at the imagery of this neighborhood. And it wasn't because the, the, it was inherently uh, terrifying or creepy looking. Or, it was just, it, it makes you feel. And, and that's, I think, what, what it's supposed to do, obviously. And that's what you want to happen. So, you know, we want to talk about that. Or we want to make sure, you know, that when you first get into this, this neighborhood, that you, you, you just have that feeling of dread, like, almost immediately. Um, so anyway, uh, moving forward, he kind of shows them around the house, things like that. Well, they go to leave. I'm, again, there's some things, some aspects I'm skipping over um, because I think they're important to be able to see uh, specifically on, on, on the film. Um, they, they go to leave and they can't, um, it's not, they can't, they can't leave the house. They can't leave the neighborhood, um, every turn they make. And this is in the trailer, so you can immediately see this. Um, every turn they make takes them right back to the same house. Um, so it's this labyrinth kind of feel, uh, where they can't get out. Um, more stuff happens. Again, not going to give away the spoilers on it. Um, they eventually find a child uh, in a box outside and with a note that I want to say says something like, um, uh, raise the child to be released. Um, they do it. Um, and, and I want to mention one thing about the kid. Um, the, oof, the voice. The voice, I think, for the kid got me more than anything else. And it's just another thing. Just watch it. Make sure you have good sound. It, it's, it, it just, I think the voice is, uh, kids are creepy inherently, <laughs> but I think that the kid's voice is really what kind of really sparked me in that aspect with that. And then, um, furthermore, um, I think, or not I think, but yeah, that, that's just, uh, whew, sorry, I'm thinking about it now and it's, <laughs> it's got me. Um, the next thing, uh, obviously they're raising the kid, um, uh, and, and again, I don't want to go into too many other spoilers with the movie, but from that point, that's, that's the general gist of the movie. They can't get out. They have to raise this kid. That's not theirs. Um, it is very, very creepy movie. It's weird. It's a little hard to follow at times, but it is creepy. I do like the one, one thing I love about movies uh, and, and books and everything else, one aspect, and I've tried to include it into some of mine, uh, stuff that I've written and everything else, and it hasn't been the easiest thing to do, but it definitely has been something I've tried, is to include an ending that can be interpreted by different people. And if you hear in the background right now, that is my cats who have decided they are going to run around and they have found a plastic bag. So I apologize for them. Um, they're super annoying right now. I think they see that I'm doing something that I want to do and they are going to bother me until they see it until I give them attention. Anyway, so giving an ending that, that I think um, is open for interpretation. And 
definitely something Vivarian delivers on. Um, it is completely open to interpretation um, at the end, which I think is great. Um, I have searched and searched online. There are YouTube videos and articles about this movie that try to explain the ending. And there's ones I agree with and there's ones I don't agree with. Um, and I want to actually do a couple of those. Um, but from right here, I'm going to take a two-second pause so you can turn this off. This is spoilers to an extent. Uh, again, I'm not going to discuss the ending itself, but I am going to discuss some theories about the film um, that I saw online. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, kind of pseudo-spoilers at this point. So turn this off. But if you turn it off, make sure you like and subscribe and you uh, come back and check us out again. Um, I'm going to have uh, some guests on talking about other movies and things like that in the future. So, two-second pause. All right, so some of the... Um, there's, there's two in particular that stick out in my head. Um, and, and neither one of these do I personally agree with. And I don't really want to give my own theory because I want to hear your theories. So I'm also going to attach, you know... Try and I, I don't know how, but I will try to attach like an email address or something in this podcast. So email me, message me what your thoughts are, um, because I am curious. I, I want to hear some other theories on this. But the the two theories that I've heard so far that that stick that stick out in my head. Sorry, stupid cats. Um, that stick out in my head are first is that they it's it's all about aliens and. I can see where that's coming from to an extent, but at the same time, I can't. Like, I, I, to me, the jumping on the aliens bandwagon has always been a very cop-out kind of move. Um, there's a lot of films that, you know, or books, things like that, that go through. They do the whole thing, and all of a sudden at the end, you sat there for two hours, and boom, it's aliens. Or boom, they're in a coma. You know, I, I've always hated that. Um, to me, it's a cop-out. It's, it's because you couldn't find an answer. So... I don't like that that personal theory. And again, it, the movie doesn't explain it. Um, the end. It does not give you an answer. Uh, but there are ways you can kind of come up with your own answer. So that's just one of them. Uh, the one I really, really dislike, and I don't know why I dislike this so much, but it actually, <laughs> in some ways, it actually made me angry to to think about this 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 per, this specific theory. Um, is that the entire thing is set in virtual reality? And or to an extent, and they are just the player characters in a video game. I hate that theory. Like, I don't know why. So somebody else is out there playing. There's a movie coming out called Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds where he's a non-player character in a video game. And that could be really funny. That is not what's going on here. And it makes me so angry to think that this beautiful, well-made, intense film could be summed up to somebody else is playing the mini video game and we never see the other person. Like, it's just... It, it's... No. That, that is not the answer. And it bothers me that people, some people think that it is. I think that is the absolute worst possible answer. Um, but, like I said, it is somebody's theory and I guess I'm just... I'm calling them an idiot because, yeah, that's not the answer. That's just flat out not the answer. Sorry. So, again... Check out the movie Vivarium. Um, find it online. You know, order it. Um, I believe you can purchase it on Amazon, uh, YouTube video, things like that. Um, get it. Watch it. Send me an email. Let me know what you think. Give me your thoughts on it. And please, please, please like, like and subscribe. Uh, share the podcast out. I'm going to try and do episodes fairly frequently. 
um, for this one because I just love horror movies. And there's, ow, I just hit my microphone. Um, there are so many different movies out there and there's so many different aspects that we can have fun with. So please, please, please like, subscribe, and let's have a good time with this one. Uh, once again, I'm Dan Waller, and welcome to Horrortopia. <laughs>